Welcome back to the Listen Up Podcast, where we analyze a new album each week. I'm Jamie, and this week we've got me, Nick, hello, and Jordan. Hey! Um, This week we're going to be taking a look at Mechanical Bull, specifically the Expanded Edition by Kings of Leon, released in 2013, and it was picked by Nick. Yes, it was. Um, So yeah, I guess we'll, you know, start out. Nick, if you want to talk a little bit more about why you picked this one. Why, of course. So, I uh, um, I don't even really know when I discovered this album. I think I discovered it pretty soon after it came out in 2013. But I can't even. We at least listened to it in high school. Yeah, yeah. When was like 2013 was probably around freshman year of high school, right? Yeah, I think it was fall of 2013. That's crazy. Anyways, it was um, when we started high school. I got you. But I don't think I liked every song back then. I think I just really liked Super Soaker, which is the first song. And I still really like Super Soaker. But now I, I love the album yeah, yeah, as a I whole. Like and it's uh it's like it's probably one of my I get probably top five albums of all time, just I think. One of your what? I guess. Sorry. I said probably one of my top five albums of all time. Oh, interesting. But okay. Wow. I don't I don't rate stuff in my head a lot, but I do I've loved the album for a long time. Yeah. And I got you. Yeah. Uh the Yeah, I'm probably somewhere around the, the same thing where, you know, heard Super Soaker and I was like, Oh, this is really good and then I've come to appreciate everything else that this album has to offer mm-hmm. in the uh ensuing years. <laughs> yeah. And that was probably my first exposure to Kings of Leon was was Super Soaker in this album and then I, I I think I heard Use Somebody which is like I don't know if I should have looked up the numbers if that or Sex on Fire is their biggest song but those two have got to be their I'd biggest I'd say probably song. Use Somebody yeah. but definitely those two are their biggest ones for sure uh-huh. I was about to say that's the reason I know what Kings of Leon is because Kanye said Sex is on fire. I'm the king of Leon Lewis. Yeah, I remember that. That one. What what song is that? In? Uh, hey, did you see that? the beige. Respock the memories. Drink it to the pain over. With the pain hangover. I know what you're doing. I know you're trying to sing it to like get to the court. I don't know, dude. I know. I'm in the same, but I'm trying to think right now. I don't want to look it up either. Hold on, hold on. Don't right. tell me. Wait. I'm gonna admit defeat. You see if you can figure it out, Nick. If okay, you know. wait, wait. I'll do it. I'll do. It. I'll do it quick. If I can get it in like a minute, I'll do this one. Okay. Nick, if you wanna, you know, <laughs> but um, talk about why you chose this album. We'll figure this out. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, really, I just chose it because um, it's an album that I've loved a lot for for a long time, longer than the Willie Nelson album that I picked first. Um, and. I always really enjoyed the music to pretty much every song, and I hadn't really investigated the lyrics to probably like half the songs because I'd say 
around half the songs have pretty straightforward literal meanings when you just hear yeah. the lyrics on the surface and then some of the other ones are a little more vague and you could apply them to different scenarios or it's hard to apply them at all sometimes but i just love the music so much that i just really enjoyed the the songs and for a little while i told myself that in order for music to be really good and for it to be my favorite music the songs had to mean something but i don't really feel mm -hmm. that way as much anymore which like it's hard to explain but uh i think it's funny like the song wonderwall from oasis noel gallagher i think he was in an interview one time and someone asked him what it meant and he was like i have no idea like it just it just sounds good and everyone loves it so like what does it matter yeah. <laughs> but um yeah and i feel kind of that way about like super soaker on the album. but i did look into it a little bit and it seemed like that song has a bit of a meaning that i just didn't understand before now mm -hmm. which is weird because i love that song for like forever i just hadn't really investigated the lyrics until this week but yeah gotcha. i just wanted to i wanted to dive into it more since it was something i've loved for a long time that's the main reason. Makes sense. Okay, real quick, let me interject. Right. I'm pretty sure it's Dark Fantasy. It is. I looked it up. Okay. It's Dark Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> a song that I don't know how many times I've listened to, and I couldn't place that one. Dude, like, I couldn't either. It's because no. it's kind of in the middle of the choruses, so it kind of takes a while. Now that you I say that, I can hear the, like, the beat in the background. Dun, dun, right. Dun. Yeah. Okay, sorry. All right. Let's just jump right in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm done. So. Right personal the what was what was everybody's feel for the album uh say that again what was everybody's feel for the album jamie you can go <laughs> oh i i just i i've a i've liked this album for years so you know another <laughs> five or six listens this week never you know i wasn't sad about it i'll say that <laughs> I, you know i i like this album still a good album yeah, um, I kind of liked it a lot. I really like the instrumentation a lot. Cool. I think, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I again never heard. Well, okay, I have heard Kings of Leon before, but again, never listened to this kind of music. Um, it's definitely different than what you picked. Like <laughs> as far as as far as how I go, you know, like I don't listen to this, but it still doesn't sound the same as like the other albums we've picked i can like obviously differentiate between that uh -huh. like i don't think it really sounds like jamie uh the turn blue mm -hmm. it's called turn blue right yeah yeah or the uh willie nelson album that, definitely uh, not willie nelson. <laughs> yeah that definitely definitely not willie nelson. <laughs> yeah no i actually i actually enjoyed it i'll say i enjoyed it i guess yeah gotcha. cool yeah i mean i would say that this is probably the most just like straight up rock album we've done like turn blue has a has a i don't know it starts to get into a little bit of like the psychedelic atmosphere yeah. um so that's what me and nate had talked a little bit just in very broad terms we we were wondering how you would um how uh much you would like this one because it is just basically like i mean it's just is is this straight up rock yeah wait is, is this considered rock I, I would say so i would say yeah like it's like alternative rock 
but okay. but okay, and, okay. and I, w- I would say it's like alternative rock because i was gonna say like not every song on the album is like is is upbeat like like rock music but that's the way a lot of rock albums are like not every song is like an upbeat rock song like they have slow songs in yeah 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 and this one has i was just like i'd say probably like a third of the songs are more mellow and stuff and i like that a lot about it too yeah i i wanted to say that uh i yeah for like rock i always think of like the electric guitar like power chord that comes in like (laughs) and it's like obviously that wasn't like in this album Mm -hmm. Or not at least what I remember. Uh, yeah, there are but, a few. There are a few. I mean, they're like guitar solos. I wouldn't say they're like. I wouldn't say they're like. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe Actually, I just. It, it, it all just depends on your like frame of reference. Yeah. For what yeah. Rock true, is. true. 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 You know, if you're expecting ACDC, this isn't that. No, I know. I know. I, I, yeah, I, I think I, I haven't listened to rock enough to like. Like again, I'm thinking of like the like the big like really. Mm really loud like like just big just strumming of yeah, yeah. Or like yeah i like to think it's like I, I, it's I, like this well we we will educate <laughs> yeah. okay, i okay. like to, i like to think it's like a southern alt rock album okay yeah yeah, yeah i could That's i could pretty, honestly see that and, I, I and primarily yeah, southern dig, because some of the like guitar riffs and stuff sound kind of southern but like yeah. really just the singer i think he has like a, a pretty good southern voice yeah, well, they're they're all uh, brothers and then a cousin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah, they're um, it's it's like Follow Will or something is yeah. their last name. But uh-huh. the lead singer Caleb, and then he's got a couple brothers, and then I think one of them's a cousin. And the Leon that they're the kings of is actually their like grandpa's name. Oh, I found that I I found that well. Uh, just doing a little bit of background reading. Uh-huh. I forgot where the Leon came from, but I knew it was three brothers and a cousin. Yeah. So that was pretty cool to to read about that and then kind of see that dynamic at play. Mm-hmm. I got you. I saw an interview with him one time. I think it was Nardwar, where um, he asked him <laughs> he asked him about sleeping like uh, what's the best way to sleep in a car. And I forget which one of them said it. It wasn't Caleb. It wasn't he, Caleb's the lead singer. It wasn't Caleb, but one of them said, "You want to fall asleep in not the most comfortable way, because when you wake up in the middle of the night, you want to turn to what you think is the most comfortable, so you can fall asleep easier." It was just car sleeping. Oh, dude, life. that's that's four D chess. Yeah, right yeah. There. <laughs> that's I don't know how I feel about that. Bro. <laughs> bro, I think it makes sense. I mean. It makes sense, but I'm not someone who wakes up a lot in the middle of the night. I got you. I mean, I feel like if I was like sleeping in a car, it would, <laughs> I, that would be helpful. Nah, dude. If I get in a car, I'm I go to sleep so quickly and so soundly. <laughs> if I'm in a moving vehicle, like planes, trains, or automobiles, <laughs> I'm just out, straight up. I got you. I'm pretty. It's very I'm, nice for long road trips. Yeah, I'm pretty decent at falling asleep in cars. It does make me a shitty like uh, passenger seat. Uh, yeah, yeah. Person though, because if I'm not being talked to, it's just I just fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. But yeah, do you guys want to dig into our our favorite uh, where, musical aspects? Where were we I guess? on the album? 
What? I said, do you want to <laughs> dig into our favorite musical aspects, I guess? Instrumentation aspects? Uh, Yeah, I'm fine with that. Jordan, do you have any other general words you want to say before we dive into it? Uh, No, I... Like I listened to it a couple times on like just in the background, and it just mm-hmm. like it, I I always liked what I was listening to. Mm-hmm. Uh, huh? Not that like maybe sometimes I wasn't listening like intently, but like I I never got like that tired of it. Like it, I I really liked the music, the musical aspect, but the instrumentals. But yeah, that's about it. Okay. Then I guess yeah, we'll uh we'll start digging in. Um... Oh, uh, for the listeners out there, we're going to attempt to um, try to throw in some little snippets of um, some of the specific sections and songs that we talk about. So if you hear music, it's not your phone's okay. It's (laughs) it's intentional. (laughs) Your phone is okay. Yeah, I've had that happen before where they like will change up and put music in a podcast. I'm like, did... What what am I listening to? And then it's it cuts back in. I'm like, oh okay, I'm just an idiot. Wait, um, so Jamie, real quick, should hmm. we like maybe have Spotify open and like listen to it as it's doing that, or is it just gonna be like playing over us talking? In, like, um, post cut. So probably we can give like a little section if you want, just like ten seconds or something. We could do that. Part. I don't have time codes for any of the stuff that I okay. wrote down, but what okay. I figured is we would just like say it and then. Um, okay. in, in post I'll find it and then just kind of delay our audio and just put it between that okay okay, okay. if you want you can uh, sing it for me and then I can <laughs> replace that clip but oh you want me to sing all of the directly cut that out before I do any audio process I, I want that to be the the intro to just, the podcast probably <laughs> Oh. Let me just acapella all of the lights and like put it all together, and that'll be our intro. <laughs> Kings of Leon album. <laughs> um, okay, okay, sorry, sorry. Okay, okay, yeah. So I guess uh, starting off, at least for me, I. So the whole album is kind of it, it's cool to me because it starts off with Super Soaker, mm-hmm. which is it is probably my f- favorite song on the album. Mm-hmm. Which it, I don't know how many albums that I listen to, you know, start off with my favorite yeah. songs. Turn Blue is one of the few that I can also think of. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just Super Soaker is so good. And it, it basically, they start off saying like, yeah, we've gotten a lot of success. Um, I, I really like the chorus of mm-hmm. it. But I like the way that it says um, the part about red, white, and blue them all away. I think that that's a pretty cool play on words that kind of shows that they're from the U.S. and they've had international success. Mm-hmm. But then is also it kind of strokes the ego a little bit. And it's like, yeah, you know, we're surprisingly good. <laughs> and, you know, we're blowing people away. Yeah, I know. So um, I, I think that, that I know that their first few albums that were. Um, I know they were just bigger in like London, especially. Yeah, I think something by the night was like huge, mm-hmm. and the one right there. before that one, it's called mm-hmm. it's the one with the light bulb on it. The one I probably listened to the least of yeah. their catalog. God, I can't remember what it's called right now, but I, I 
I'm pretty sure it was pretty big too, because that mm-hmm. uh, one of the biggest songs on, off that album, I think it's called Fans, and I think they threw a little line in it, like about London to like to get like mm-hmm. British stuff. It says like the line is all of London sings because England swings and they sure love the tales I bring. And on rainy days, it ain't so bad when you're the king, the king they want to be, I think is what it is. That's off the top of my head. That could be wrong, but. It's okay. We couldn't hear it because Discord cut out. So well, whether it's course. right or wrong, we don't understand. <laughs> you cut out for a free long time. Okay. It was like 10 seconds. <laughs> I, I need to like, I think I just need to face my microphone because when I was thinking, I was like looking yeah, up and put it right in front. Like I talk right in front of mine. I got you. Mine's like, it's right in front of me. It's just down a little bit. I don't know. It's whatever, dude. It's whatever. I don't know. It's so funny because whenever whenever I go back and I'm editing it, like your audio just sounds totally normal. It just, Discord really doesn't like you. Your internet, Nick, brother. It's because I hate gamers and Discord is for gamers. (laughs) Cut out (laughs) Midson. I said it's because I hate gamers. Oh yeah, it makes sense. It's, it's okay. Once we once we do this in the fall too, you should have really good Wi-Fi because of that's true. Uh, that's true. That university or, internet, mm-hmm. man. Bro, that 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 is different. It's like, oh, what was it saying? Three though? three um, terabytes upload speed. Oh, I I was I thought it I I thought it was cool that the album kind of starts off with a song like that, and then it kind of moves. It has its ups and its downs of like success you know celebration and then he's like some of the songs it seems like he's kind of dealing with how it's kind of turning him into an asshole Uh and then he gets apologetic and then it goes a little bit up and down and then the end of it's kind of it ends on a really like somber song about regretting like hurting the other person that he's in whatever relationship Mm -hmm. with thought that was kind of um it's like a mechanical bull ride Oh, Jamie, you, you can't just, see it, but I just made a face when I said me, that. So. You made me appreciate this album even more right now. What? I said you made me appreciate this album even more when you just said it's like a mechanical bull. It was so poetic. I was trying to figure out the title the entire time, and I think that may be it. <laughs> I can see it. Kings of Leon, please uh, let me know if I got that right or not. I know you did. <laughs> we'll, we'll tweet at you. Um. Yeah, I mean, I just, I, even without that though, like, I, I really like the songs individually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some of them are, you know, there, there are songs on this album that I like them when I'm listening to the full album, but I don't really seek them out, like, in my library to listen to uh-huh. if I'm not just listening to the album. Um, okay, yeah. There's always songs like that though. Yeah, like Wait For Me is one of those really? where I, I like it, but I don't find myself really seeking it out ever, mm-hmm. which is which is kind of funny to me. Yeah, I don't really... So the song Wait For... I don't really seek that one out. I do... It's it's probably in my top half of like the songs on the album that I like the most, I guess. But but I don't really mm-hmm. seek that one out either. But like... Uh, um coming back again and don't matter and 
work on me. I don't really seek those out a whole lot. I don't really seek out much of them besides Super Soaker and Comeback Story. But I really do enjoy like pretty much every song on the album, like you were saying, when I listen to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um I'm sorry, Nick. No. <laughs> you cut out again for a long no, time. No, I just it's okay. I understand why no one was talking now, because you guys probably thought <laughs> I was talking. But I, I stopped talking for like a second oh, or two. Yeah. <laughs> and then you guys just weren't saying anything and I was like You were silent yeah, yeah. too. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Uh man, I we gotta that. we gotta figure this out. I don't I know. We need to get to <laughs> get off the booster. internet. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, that's pretty funny. That's pretty funny though. Go to go to McDonald's and just record it. <laughs> Use a McDonald's Wi-Fi. But um, sorry, sorry. Okay. Uh, some some of the more specific musical sections that I like the most are probably um, comeback story. I like the intro to that song a lot. Mm-hmm. I like uh, around two thirds of the way through when they add in like the string section in the chorus. I yeah. really like that. The final song on the standard version of the album, which is the third to last song on this album, On the Chin. Mm-hmm. That song's really dreamy. I like that aspect of it. Um, I really like the rhythm to Family Tree. Like, it's very yeah, funky. Yeah. Like they don't even like there's there's a little guitar, but it doesn't drive the song at all like the drums and bass do. And most of their songs, I I would say, are driven by the guitar or like I think they're driven. Most of their songs are driven by a fair amount of rhythm, but the guitar takes the spotlight. But in this one, you definitely hear the drums and bass. Yeah, it's just basing drums. It's just like the rhythm yeah. section the whole time just kind of chugging uh-huh. along and towards the towards the end they cut out some of the instruments and you like hear the clapping i always like that in songs mm-hmm. just because it makes me it, it makes it feel kind of like a concert setting like if you were there and yeah, like could, they, they actually mm-hmm. started the clapping you'd be like oh crap like this is in the song that, that's cool <laughs> <laughs> it'd be very uh-huh. meta yeah i like a, it's like they told the future. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. i like a, i like a lot of songs like that on different like um mm-hmm. just on different albums by different artists and stuff but uh yeah those were my my specific feelings but i do like like yeah. you were talking about like kind of the roller coaster ride of emotion that the album takes you on like the the most musically aggressive song on the album is followed by one of the slowest songs on the album, which is like a weird choice to make. But I liked how at the end, of, the, the songs are Don't Matter and Beautiful War. and, and I, I was about to yeah. say, are you talking uh-huh. about those two? And at the yeah. end of Don't Matter, it stops for probably like like three seconds, I guess, before it rolls into Beautiful War. That just starts with like mm-hmm. the steady like bass, I think, if I remember right. But uh, but I think like they needed that pause 
to kind uh, of get you in the right mood before that song started because if it just went right into it it'd be it'd be kind of weird right it, it would really throw you off but the fact that they put in that few seconds to kind of like um i guess let the song give it room to like breathe yeah. for a second and then start into it yeah it's it's a you know, it's a pretty mm-hmm. cool choice yeah but yeah 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 <laughs> I was gonna say I really liked uh, Rock City for maybe the same reason you kind of like Family Tree Nick. Um, it does have a little more of that like I don't know. It I, it does start it, off with the is, drums. Is it like the drums, like the do 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 do. I don't know. I like when songs start off like that because it gives it kind of like a feel for the rest of the song. Um. Uh. So then, like, also towards the end of Rock City. I really like where it's like, I don't know why I really like this line, but it stood out to me. It's like, it's always the same. I know I like when people just like elongate words sometimes. I don't know. I just really like that. Yeah, I really like that stuff. I was actually, I had a note about that. I like in, um, well, I guess it's kind of in the same vein, but I like the chorus of Temple. But I really specifically like the way he, okay. um, Caleb does the, the you, ooh, ooh, ooh with <laughs> his voice. I don't know. I, I really like the same thing. It's just an elongation that then they use to kind of add a little bit of, um, I guess it adds a little bit of like variety and nuance yeah. to it. That's, that's pretty cool to me. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I, I definitely like when, uh, when people do that or like. Or like in rap, I know this is that I'm comparing it to something I know. You know, in rap, whenever they like the hardest mm-hmm. hitting words or lyrics, yeah. or like when that bass kicks in, like right at each beat, you know, it's just like uh, it, it just it makes it it makes what they're saying almost even like more powerful. Or like, well, in that case, more powerful. In this, it can make it more. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of it's like it's like two sides of the same coin, right? It's yeah, it's just yeah. a different genre's version of the same mm-hmm. tool yeah which is which is really i always really like to draw like yeah yeah um, the cross yeah, comparisons yeah. of stuff like that mm-hmm. so i appreciate your addition. <laughs> jordan thank, thank you. you for your for your your, your different <laughs> what were you perspective saying? nick i was trying to oh well i was just saying that thing about jordan i wasn't saying anything else okay my mic's terrible um yeah, okay, the last thing I'll say is um, I kind of like the chillness of comeback story a little bit, like the laid-backness. Uh, they had, like, higher, I think it was strumming. I honestly, my, my ears are really bad. I never know, like, what instrument it is, but it seemed like they had some higher chords or something, and it just sounded like a more upbeat, chiller kind of song, and when I was listening to it, it just, like... I I would recognize when it came on because I'd be like, you know, jamming a little bit, like bumping my head a little bit. Well, yeah, because right before it is like Family Tree, so that's a pretty uh, it's a pretty large contrast mm-hmm. between the two. Yeah, yeah, I, I I love that song, man. It although it's another one where uh, if it catches you in the right uh, mood or like time frame or whatever, but if it catches you right, it can you know it'll it'll pull on your heartstrings a little <laughs> bit and get you a little bit. A little bit too sad. <laughs> I got you. 
but in yeah, like a you good know, way. You know, like how when you're sad and when you're like kind of sad and you want to listen to like sad music to like you're just feeling you're feeling yeah. a little a, a little emotional. Cups but that, yeah, <laughs> but that one that one pulls you in a little too deep. That one is a it's a I I don't know that's the kind of music I like to listen to if I'm driving at night. <laughs> okay, I don't know. I don't know why, but like nighttime driving, I like to, I like that song a lot, especially in the summer. I don't know what it is. Okay. But uh, no, I could, the windows roll down at night in the summer driving. Yeah, I could, I could definitely see that as like a summertime. It's song. actually, it, it's one of my, uh, I don't know, different, different albums to me are like different um, things that I'm doing. And this one is definitely like a driving mm-hmm. album to me. Like it's one I'll put on, especially in the summer. I don't yeah. know why. I could, I could, I could I'll start with Super too. Soaker and then just. The whole way for like a long drive. It's a pretty solid one for that. Turn it up a yes, little sir. bit. Um, actually, I was gonna. I found in um, the actually in comeback story, um, the hook. Is actually a yeah, joke. I read that. The their grandpa had um and i've heard it before but it's it's like the one where um before you like say something or judge judge someone else make sure you walk a mile in their shoes that way you are a mile away and you have their shoes so they can't like you know mm-hmm. run after <laughs> you or whatever mm-hmm. um and then he caleb in an interview he had said that like he just kind of had had that and was like, I'll probably put this in a song sometime. And then it just happened to fit whenever they were playing like this super like melancholy mm-hmm. song, which is why I thought was pretty funny that what actually came out to be a pretty impactful and emotive line is just like a joke mm-hmm. of their grandpa's. <laughs> that was a pretty, uh, yeah, it's, it's it, uh, an interesting, it's interesting how when you hear it in the context of, of the song, it sounds like really sentimental and sounds yeah, it just sounds really sentimental, but you can but you can say it like mm-hmm. that. You can say like, make sure before you judge someone, walk a mile in their shoes, so you're a mile away and you have their shoes. Like, it's just funny then. But it was it was always hard for me to wrap my head around what exactly he meant by the line, and I tried to think more about it when I was analyzing the album this time. But um, yeah, but. But it always it always stood out because I just thought it was it was it was simple and creative at the same time. Like like I walked a mile in your shoes, now I'm a mile away and I've got your shoes. It's just like what? Like and that's and he just it repeats it and repeats it in the song. But mm-hmm. one of my favorite songs on the album. It's a good song. Yes, sure. And I I think that, that I, I had a few songs on this album where I did kind of like, I heard the the surface of a lyrics and I was like, I kind of want to dig a little bit deeper. And in doing that, I was like, Oh no, it is just straight up. Like, yeah, this is what <laughs> it is, which was, which was pretty funny. Cause like turn blue and some other stuff I've looked at was kind of the opposite where I was like, Oh, it's this. And then looking a little bit deeper, it's like, Oh, it's also this. But on here, I definitely, it typically more often it was just like, Nope, that's what it is. <laughs> Yeah, um, it was, it was kind of like uh, I tried not to. I I went on genius to read, like the lyrics for every song, and 
at the beginning of each, uh, at like the title of each song, there was a little thing that was um, taken from, I think, a Billboard interview that they did for the album where they like basically went through each song and talked about them. And I was like, oh, well, I'm going to try and figure out what I think it means first before I read this. But, um, and it was, it was in a lot of the, I think in one of the songs, when they asked him about it, he said that a lot of the times he, he pretty much just uses like the first lyrics he thinks of. Like, I don't think he improvises the songs, but he'll just write down songs and he doesn't really edit them a whole lot. And I thought that was interesting Mm -hmm. because it's relatively straightforward for how like important the album has like for how important and like formational the album has been for my my just life i guess because i've loved the album for a long time yeah and he was and it's just him saying like oh yeah i just well that's the the lyrics are just yeah i just i just thought him up yeah yeah just what came to me oh cool (laughs) yeah which is which is funny because i mean that's that's like how you know, that's one of that's one of the really main pillars of beauty for art is like something that doesn't really have a deeper meaning. You can then apply to whatever situation you're in, and then it takes on that meaning that you've yeah. been given mm-hmm. it. Which is, you know, that's one of the really cool things about art and the human experience. Yeah. True. Yeah, one thing I I liked that I felt like was kind of a recurring thing the theme between different songs was um there's there's at least two or three times where um he mentions like wanting to find his home or like finding his place to rest or like trying to mm-hmm. yeah like trying to find his home and stuff and um i think that i guess that's always kind of resonated with me like trying to figure out what i wanted to do in life and stuff like uh in super soaker he says um i don't know my home i don't know my place i just want to be there and then in uh yeah in rock city just the next song he says i don't know where i belong i'm just trying to get myself back home and then um but i think right after that he says and what does he say find a little woman i think <laughs> so that's probably not quite as as mm-hmm. like conceptually reaching or not that's not the right thing to say but i i i do think that that is um because i i, I kind of had the same thing where i saw a lot of that repetition and most of it was in i guess kind of like the first half mm-hmm. of the album it seemed like um because then for me the technique okay so on the the non deluxe version um it is the halfway point but it's wait for me which i think is kind of it almost seems a little bit like a pivotal point if you were to apply the idea of you know success and wanting to find meaning and then the end of it kind of repentance and like um i guess introspection Um, but in wait for me it seems like he's kind of giving up the drug and alcohol fueled mm-hmm. lifestyle and uh, which is i think what i interpreted the wanting to find a home it meant like finding a place where he didn't have to you know be this kind of like asshole that yeah. he didn't want to be 
um, especially the ending to the second verse. But the lines are, I gave it up, gonna be who I am, be who I am and give it up. And then it goes back into the refrain of, you know, pleading with whoever he's singing to, to wait Mm -hmm. on me, you know, wait for me to become a better person. I'm trying, Um, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, I always thought that um, if you're responding, I don't think we can. I just started saying something. (laughs) I always thought that uh, (laughs) that song kind of had. The same vibe as um, Belladonna by the Ava Brothers. That's like uh, Belladonna, uh, I think is what it's called. Belladonna. Oh, yeah, yeah. Off uh, the Gleam Part 1? I don't know. Why, I don't yeah, know sure. which Gleam Smart. it is. <laughs> it's the yellow one, I which guess. I'm pretty sure is one. Or is it the red one? I think the Gleam Part 2 mm-hmm. is the yellow one. I think. But I'm not, I don't know as much about the older Ava Brothers. But it is on yes, one of the gleams. Sure. We know that one for of the sure. gleams. But uh, but yeah, that song is about like uh, trying to reconcile, like um, basically like trying to rebuild a relationship from like rock bottom. Is kind of my impression of it. And this mm-hmm. is this is similar. Like he he just keeps repeating, "Wait for me, wait for yeah, me." Yeah, for sure. I'm trying to get better and stuff. And uh, those those sentiments are echoed in um, in tonight, which I never really knew, which is one of the later songs on the album. But um, I I never really knew what it was about. It always sounded really emotional because it the song like swells and builds and builds towards the end, and the lyrics are really passionate. But um, yeah, uh, he says in that song, I don't know why. I don't know why I keep acting this way. Everybody knows it's strange and it's something along the way. And who knows what the, the, the something is, but he, he, he says that like, mm. he says that multiple times in the song that I don't know why I keep acting this way. Everybody knows it's strange. And I think, um, that had to deal with all the, like, uh, the problems with like, I know, I know he had problems with alcohol. I don't know if there was other substance abuse involved. But uh, the the more mm-hmm. I dug into it, there were more and more songs that reflected like his his attitude about that in this album and his his reflection on it and trying not to go back to it, but realizing that like uh, it, it's a demon that he has to fight and stuff. Yeah, and honestly, that that might also kind of um, lean into the like the the um, furthering the the narrative of you know please wait for me. You know, I'm trying to get better, but then, you know, two or three songs later, uh, it's like it's still there. So it it's not mm-hmm. you know gone away. It's just furthering the the pleading of like you know just mm-hmm. give me time. It's pretty mm-hmm. neat. Okay, let me just interject real quick. Again, I feel like I never like have anything intelligent to say. Sometimes I'm just like. <laughs> You guys like that, that's how and I felt. That's not like last I, week, but I mean, you don't. Okay, you haven't. Okay. I've mm-hmm. I've loved this band for a long time, and I've like, I'm. Okay, okay. 
I'm pretty sure I've like read their entire Wikipedia page and like watched interviews with them and stuff. <laughs> so like I, I I'm just okay, a huge I fan just, of the, the band. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was just saying if I'm like being quieter than usual, it's mostly because like I'm not trying to inject something like stupid <laughs> in the conversation. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's kind of funny. That's how that's how I also felt like last week. Which is, <laughs> it'll be cool to see um how we all uh, mm-hmm. improve on that yeah. as this goes on because theoretically true, true. We, we should have more and more like it's it's kind of like cross training <laughs> for like sports <laughs> i know <laughs> like as just as you figure out how to analyze stuff for one genre it will gradually also bring everything else up true 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 yeah. which is cool but yeah sorry i just I, I i i didn't like mean to apologize but i was just like i don't know if you guys are like oh jordan doesn't know no no. <laughs> no 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 you're you're Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. We would never talk about a homie <laughs> like that. We Thank love our you homies. guys. <laughs> but um, on a lighter note, the um, the song "On the Chin." Um, when I read about it, um, they talked about uh, the. I think there's the first line of the song is "There's a boy I know who's afraid of the ocean," which I think is just, it was just weird and like sp- weirdly specific. But I like that in a lot of songs. What was the, the, line? the line? Was there's a boy I know who's afraid of the ocean, and oh, yeah, I actually I didn't even connect that. So, um, after I kind of looked at the lyrics, I tried to do a little bit of what you did, where like you read the lyrics and didn't read yeah, yeah. the like little their interview. I yeah, think it was uh-huh. with Billboard. Um, and, but when I went back, then I went back and read those to just kind of see what they said and in that one um they said that on the chin you know it, which is what i thought i thought it was about like you know telling your friends like i'm here for you mm-hmm. you know but apparently since they they moved around a lot the brothers did and so they were basically their only friends and relationships they didn't really meet people in the cities romantically or platonically because they were like well we're just gonna you know pack up and leave but when they at some point they went to Nashville and they were like, okay, we'll be here for a while. They made their first kind of like a real friend outside of it, and he was, yeah, the he's person the, who he's the boy who's afraid um, of the ocean that they're talking about. Yeah, he was afraid uh-huh. of sharks. And I didn't. I I thought he just threw that in at the end of his little like interview, and I was like, that's kind of funny <laughs> and weird. And I didn't even realize until literally just now. I was like, oh. That's why he said it. He's the boy who was afraid of, yeah, yeah. Uh, of the ocean. Look at the egg on my face. <laughs> <laughs> Let me take my foot out of my mouth. Oh, that's always such a weird expression. I hate that one. I don't think I've ever heard of that. I'm gonna be 100 percent real. With ever? You. The Only egg like... on my face. It's a it's a geriatric idiom for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. That was funny. What you just said. <laughs> geriatric idiom. That should be our band name. Absolutely. <laughs> we're gonna start a band we're gonna be the geriatric idiom we're gonna play some smooth <laughs> jazz for you guys <laughs> but um but yeah i thought that was that song was it was a a cooler lighter note on the album um i really like the lyrics of uh beautiful war just because they're they're pretty simple and they're they're just they're pretty you don't have to read into them a whole lot to know what the song is about and i think the mm-hmm. the sentiment of um love don't be nothing but love don't mean nothing 
unless there's something worth fighting for. I just thought that was neat. I kind of like that song. It wasn't the best, but I, 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 kind of <laughs> I, th- I think the the mo- the biggest thing I like about it is how there's like the break between "Don't Matter," which is just chugging downstroke mm-hmm. power chords, and then "Beautiful War." Um, but I do think that that chorus is I do like I like the way that's written. It's straightforward, easy to understand, mm-hmm. has meaning. Boom! There it is on. Yeah, a I I realized. Um, I knew like. Especially with their newest album, they were they're like they've always been kind of a pop structured band. Their music isn't necessarily mm-hmm. poppy, especially their older music wasn't really poppy at all. And their their newest album is is a little more poppy and like produced and structured. And I still like it a lot. Mm-hmm. But um, everybody's going that way these days. <laughs> 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 but um. Uh, me and um my roommate were actually talking about that how like people people like to crap on stuff because they say it's just like people are selling out but really when people say a band's selling out like they usually just work harder mm-hmm. to produce that record and like make it a lot tighter and like sonically just like exact like there's nothing there's nothing like wrong and like any aspect musically with it it's all just like pieced together really well and and that is that is more poppy in a sense but also like maybe they just wanted to try and make a really structured album i don't know but maybe they wanted to try and get a little more money because it's easier to listen to i don't know <laughs> but the cloud let's see what all this let's see what all this chatter is about with this whole <laughs> Yeah, I think one of the, I so of oh, a few years ago, I was trying to learn like Super uh-huh. Soaker on guitar, and the guy he what he was a, a an English guy, but he said at the beginning he was like, um, you know, don't forget to tune, and then he was like, well, actually, you know, most of their stuff doesn't really sound like they tune much beforehand <laughs> anyway. So, and yeah, it just kind of fits into that. They just kind of. They're like, we're just gonna play music. <laughs> like like with most of his lyrics, just he does it mm-hmm. off the top of his head. Gosh dang. Which I think is kind of um probably why they're a little more straightforward. Because yeah. it, it he doesn't have time to, you know, sit and you know, in three or four takes, you don't really have time to go, okay, now how can I how can I get really symbolic mm-hmm. with this? Yeah. Um Which I think is kind of the is is kind of the reason why some people like them and some people don't. Like my dad isn't a huge Kings of Leon fan, but you know I do mm-hmm. like their stuff because I don't know. I think that that probably lends to kind of how some people like them and yeah. some people just. And don't I'm not because... I'm not a huge fan of their first two albums. I do like like two or three songs off their first album uh, a lot, and their second album I only like like one or two songs on it really like i i've never actually listened through it but just like the um the the more popular songs that i've seen like in playlists that are like like spotify this is kings of leon and stuff like um Mm -hmm. i think off their second album is aha shake heartbreak i only know like the bucket 
and that's a pretty good song but i i've never listened all the way through through that album because it's just it just sounds so much more like like a first album like like a band you would hear like in like a a really small venue or something which is i i like that in some music and i would probably like it more now but i like i do like mm-hmm. how they're more structured now but I I like yeah. their different albums because really each one has a little different feel to it because all the music is kind of similar but also it's all kind of different which I like. I got you. I mm-hmm. guess it's probably that way with most musicians. But you get what I mean. <laughs> yeah, there there's only a few that I can think of that I like really just from the beginning sound really rock solid one of them is cage the elephant mm-hmm. that's a big one for me mm. um but they kind of also went through a whole sonic transition uh mumford mm-hmm. and sons is another one that's yeah. kind of in the same boat leon yeah, bridges true. <laughs> how many of mumford's sons are in the band <laughs> i hope none because they're all like the same age that'd be really weird and scientifically <laughs> but um i did think it was cool that on uh kings of leon's first album there uh at least i don't know this officially but i do remember that um when i uh back when i used itunes and like bought individual songs i bought the last oh song on their first album <laughs> yeah so far which back. i think is holy That's roller novocaine and um it said like when I started playing it, I think it gave the length on iTunes, so I don't know why I didn't realize it until after I bought it. But the it said the <laughs> song was like twelve minutes long, and I was like, "What?" Because the but oh the song God. the song ends after like three or four minutes, and then there's like there's like like eight minutes of silence, and then there's like a secret song at the end. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so actually, I have it right Tally here. It's um. The song ends at 4.05, yeah, and then Talahina Sky starts at 8.20. So there's, what's that, 15. four yeah. minutes and 15 seconds mm-hmm. of, like, dead air? And I, it's, like a, it's like a secret track. I just thought that was cool. Yeah, it's, it's mm-hmm. a hitting track. And, uh, yeah, there, there, are a few, um, there are a few songs like that, actually. Uh, one of them is by Ed Sheeran, you know, the, the god <laughs> among men, Ed Sheeran. He, um, Gimme Love is it's a good song it's on his the orange album whichever one that one is like plus or whatever i don't know can't believe he invented <laughs> that um, he's a genius but <laughs> it, that's it's the same way and that song's good and it ends at like four or five minutes and then it's silence for two minutes and then it's actually a folk song um but it's uh oh oh i can't remember now i'm totally blanking but it's a really good folk song i really like that folk song and it's the same way and then on thank you happy birthday cage of the elephants second album it used to be that the last song flow it was its own song and then two minutes of silence and then the last part of it was another hidden song which is right before my eyes which is earlier on the album but an acoustic version and they actually have retroactively, and I don't know why, and it makes me mad, 
they've gone back and changed that song on like Spotify and Apple Music. And now it's just the first part of the actual song. They got rid of like the hitting track part on the end of it. So like they they like separated them into like two. Oh no, oh, it, it doesn't exist. <laughs> it it it's it's under. I found it because I was I I was being gaslit <laughs> by Spotify because it, it came on shuffle while me and Vic were in the car, and I was like, oh, this song is so good because there's this. It, the first part's good. And then the second part is a really good acoustic rendition of Right Before My Eyes. And then it ended at like four minutes Mm -hmm. and 28 seconds (laughs) and went to the next song. And I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. So I went back and played it. I did that like three times. And then I was like, I swear, no, this because this used to be it was 12 minutes long. This was like my favorite song on this album. And then it 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 messed me up so much that after like three days of trying to find it, I I just went on like the (laughs) subreddit. For I think it was R slash KG Elephant and I and I looked and someone was like, Yes, you're not crazy. Like two years ago, they went back and changed it and then on the unpeeled album they released, which sucks by the way, um they it's on there. It's under a different name, but it's just an acoustic version of Right Before My Eyes. And I was it's not as good as it was mm-hmm. at the end of it, but it kind of fills that gap. But I was just it it was crazy. I I didn't know that you could go yeah, back because, and do uh, that. Yeah, because Kings of Leon with with that uh, their first album now on Spotify. I don't know how it is on mm-hmm. Apple Music, but there's two separate songs. There's Holy Roller Novocaine and Tallahina Sky, and there's not that like four minutes of silence. So the they, song's so still they, there. They yeah. did the same thing except actually uh-huh. split it up. Huh? Yeah. That's weird. But the the whole reason I I brought that up was because it's it's kind of like that for the expanded edition because on the chin has like thirty seconds mm-hmm. of silence, and then it at the, at the very end and then it goes into work on. Me. Yeah, I just thought it was neat how they kind of brought that back because I know that was kind of like a semi popular thing in like the CD era, like hidden tracks, like some certain yeah having like the the hidden yeah yeah like, yeah, yeah unlisted like tracks. some bands would do that. But, but it's like the uh, after credit Marvel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like the it's like the CD equivalent. Yeah. But um, overall, only the dedicated fans would. Buy yeah. It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, overall, uh, I like I like what you said, Jamie. How the album really is like a mechanical bowl of emotion. Like it brings you up up and down a lot. Mm-hmm. And the the lyrics reflect that too, like going from Super Soaker and Rock City and Don't Matter where they're like energetic and, and like bragging that they're like in this position that they're in basically. And then they and then they go into more sentimental stuff and then they go into more introspective stuff about like the like the 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 problems that they have in their personal lives and things. But um, mm-hmm. but I like the the whole ride it takes you on, and I, I really enjoyed looking into the lyrics. Even when like, I looked into the lyrics of Family Tree, and I was like confused. I still couldn't like really figure mm-hmm. out what it was about. But I was like, I, I don't know. I just like the rhythm so much that I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those ones where I was like, really? They, I don't. I I've, I've read this and I don't understand. And then 
he it was another one where in the sidebar he was like yeah i just kind of that's that's what i came yeah. up with <laughs> and i was like okay right. good so there may not actually be meaning uh-huh. to this <laughs> but yeah i do like it's it's one of those things where like i used to say i didn't like pop music and it, this i feel like this snuck up on me because it's not pop music but the songs are pop structured in the sense that they might start off with a chorus or man, they they just repeat the choruses a lot usually like the choruses are pretty catchy and they they repeat them like two or three times at the end of the song and change up the instrumentation like a mm-hmm. little bit and like each repeating chorus to to uh, to keep interest but it's just um, i like how they how they snuck that structure in there and they they fooled me into liking pop structured music when i when i thought it wasn't cool they pulled a they pulled a sneaky mm-hmm. on you <laughs> But um, I think I think my favorite songs are Super Soaker, um, uh, Super Soaker, Comeback Story, Beautiful Wars up there, and those are those are my three favorite songs of there. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, I like the introspection. A lot of the album, I think I said that already. I always like music like that. That's one reason I like the Avett Brothers so much is because, like, pretty much all their songs are about the feelings that they have and stuff. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Do you want me to? I'll let you guys give your overall feelings before I give my rating. Are they? Um, I'm kind of the same way. I I really like it. It's a it's a solid album. Um, I, it was pretty neat. For me, finding figuring out that it was kind of like, you know, like I said, I feel like it's a little bit like you're riding a mechanical mm-hmm. bull on an on an emotional level. Um, but I wouldn't say that I necessarily got more out of it after analyzing, which I think it's the first one where I probably like it equally as much. Um, yeah, I found out some interesting things, but I think that's just it's it's part of a byproduct of their like their style how it's kind of just you know Mm -hmm. they make it kind of lyrics come off the top of their head they maybe have a chorus first and then make up the verses three or four takes that's normally the album cut um yeah i mean i I still really like the album um jordan how did 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 this transform at all for you uh, not really. I'd have to say still. Um, again, I like like Super Soaker. I liked uh, Don't Matter a lot. I liked Rock City. I liked Comeback Story. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I couldn't really get into it that much. I don't know. I just it's more of like like Jamie. The same reason you like it, like on the uh, like on like car rides or something, is the same mm-hmm. reason why like I might play it in the background. It's not really to like it's it's like half listen to this if that makes sense. Yeah, I gotcha. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. Like, like I, I like the way it sounds, and like I like even the like tones of their voice. Even though I might not know exactly what they're saying or what they mean, I still like like the pitch, like the yeah. pitching in their voice and stuff. And it just sounds good. Like it, it, it just all sounds good. So I, I think it's a good sounding album. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I like. Uh, I don't know. I think I like. I'm not saying I don't like these lyrics, but I think I like other lyrics a little bit better. Mm-hmm. I got you. Which is which is totally, you know, that's a fair thing to uh however, to however thank you, you thank feel. you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh, 
so I guess uh, we can do we can just since we've already kind of said that we can just give the numerical ratings and I'll go last and then I'll announce next week's album. All right. So I was I knew I wanted to give it at least a nine. Mm hmm. But honestly, I think I. I think I'll give it a 10, I think. Like 10 out of 10, because I don't know if it's my favorite album ever, but it's definitely top five, probably top three. And I would probably rate all of those albums 10s. Like, since they're since they're my favorite, like, I don't want to just rate one a 10 because there's so much music and I, I like so many different kinds of music. Right. But it's yeah, the, the album has influenced me so much throughout my life and and i i feel like it's almost like been there for me like when i've needed it sometimes you know if that makes sense if you can like talk about music yeah i got you but i got you yeah i think i'll give it a 10 so it's a bold statement but we have our we have our first but i love it on the show dang came close last week with jordan's nine and a half but yeah i i again the same reason nick I think I, th- I thought you were going to give it a nine, but <laughs> the reason I didn't give it a 10 either is because there's like always a little space for maybe something yeah. that I enjoy uh-huh. more. And, and I, I felt that way too, like when I was thinking about the rating for this album, but yeah, like I honestly, any other album I can think of that I love so much, I, I can't really definitively say that I like it more than this album, I feel like. I feel okay. like they're on yeah. like the same level. I mean, once you get to a certain level, it's like... Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know that once you get to a certain level, you can't really pit one greater than the other. You just have like a True. top yeah. range. Uh-huh. Yeah, True. and this is, I have that for like everything. Yeah. If someone says, "What's your favorite?" I'm like, "Well, I like these five <laughs> things in no particular yeah. order." Uh-huh. Sure, 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 sure. But, but so yeah, Jordan, give us your, your number. Uh, what's brother. your? Oh gosh, so not terrain on Nick. I, I was gonna uh, say, don't feel any pressure. Don't feel any pressure. I'd probably have to give this like a three and a half. Okay. Again, I'm really trying to like, I'm starting to try to like this kind of music and mm-hmm. I might give it higher. Like if we revisit it in like six months or however long this lasts, yeah. um, I might forever. enjoy it more. Forever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Honestly, it, it could, it could. But uh, have our kids on the show one day. We're definitely not going to run out of music. <laughs> no, definitely not. But uh yeah, I don't know. It's just more of Nick. I feel so. I, yeah, I feel so bad after you say like change your life. But oh, I mean, no, music. That's like how it is. Yeah. To no, but that's people. how it's all subjective, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, 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 true. But uh, yeah, I I couldn't get into this album a lot. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I, yeah. I, I like how it sounds, but other than that, I don't see myself listening to mm-hmm. it a whole lot after this. But yeah, gotcha. Okay. Um, I'll probably, yeah, I mean, I would like this album before I like it after, um, it's a solid album. Um, I'll probably, I'll give it a, uh, we'll go with a seven, I think. Uh, I do really like it. It's probably, you know, top 20 albums. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is kind of the thing where I think of other ones that I would put higher than it. But I do still, you know, like 
there I have probably like 400 albums that I would give a yeah. seven. Um, so yeah, I'll uh, I'll roll with my seven, um, which would bring us to as long as I can do math, it'll bring us to an average rating of 6.83, which I think is the same as uh, turn blue. Yeah, it, it, it's pretty close. I can't remember what it was. But. Dang. That's kind of crazy. Which is funny because we've gone back to rock and somehow we've still averaged out to the same number. <laughs> we, have to, we have to get higher than seven yeah, but it's just a, We'll find it. Yeah, we, that'll... <laughs> I, I wonder what'll be the if we first. did like my beautiful dark twisted think, fantasy that'd be that'd be guaranteed higher than seven but that that's just a softball toss we need to find something hard yeah 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 I have yeah. I I'm pretty sure I have an album that I know I think that I might pick that will be higher than uh higher than a seven that we all agree mm-hmm. on I'm not gonna say um, it but you know I uh, have my have my suspicions okay um well then with that little it won't be next week because n- next week I'm choosing it. Um, and the album we will be doing is Being So Normal by the band Peach Pit. Um, and it was released in 2017. Interesting. Um, <laughs> yeah, Jordan, we're going to, we're going to take you, we're going to, we're going to start to test the indie waters did, with did you. Did you say it's by uh, <laughs> Watermelon Seed? <laughs> Shut up. They're, uh, they're not quite. You know, they're not like, we're not going to hit you with Vampire Weekend or anything straight off. We got to. Bro, I love Vampire Weekend. There's no way you really love Plot Vampire twist. Weekend. Plot. Oh, really? Like, what is the, the sunflower or whatever? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jordan, were you being legit? No. Okay. <laughs> I, I, just, okay. I, I was like, there's no on way. On the record. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, Dude, don't mess with Vampire Weekend when Nick's Okay, around. I don't stand them as hard as I did whenever Father of the Bride came out. But, but I... Yeah. I well, I went back and listened to it the other day, and I was like, "Man, why did I really like some of these songs?" But I do, I do like pretty much all of their popular songs, and some that aren't popular. But some of them are pretty weird. I'd say I probably fall into that camp. Uh, but yeah, next week we're doing Peach Pit, not Vampire. <laughs> so again, that'll be "Being So Normal" by Peach Pit, and it was released in 2017. Um, it's 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 an album that I've been listening to a lot of. I don't know, I just it's been the kind of mood I've been in for the last few weeks. Yeah, um, but it's, yeah, it's, it's going to be the most indie we've gone. And it has a lot of really good guitar. And I like the sound of the band a lot. Um, right. It's Thanks another predisposing one. me, Jamie. Yeah, dude. It's an, it's another one uh, where you're going to want to use headphones, at least on the last half of the album, if not the entire thing. There's okay. a lot of really cool sound that you'll miss out of just using, you know, external speakers. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I guess uh, that pretty much wraps that up. If we just kind of want to throw out some recent listenings, I've been listening to that album. Um, also, still listening to Run the Jewels 4. Yes, um, and then I've also lately kind of been mixing in a little bit more jam with uh, – Marcus King Band and Tedeschi Trucks. Um, yeah. Uh, I've I've pretty much been listening to the same thing also. There's not really any new music I discovered in the last week. Mm-hmm. I'm still listening to Poppy Smoke. <laughs> I'm still listening to that. Woo. Woo Wednesday. Uh, I listened to like one or two songs off of Lil Boat 2, which is Lil Yachty's album. Um, mm-hmm. 
I realized just like a couple weeks ago that I downloaded it right when it came out. And whenever Apple Music has albums that like come out, like like the night it comes out, they usually like offer the um like the clean version. And so I accidentally downloaded the clean version. <laughs> Can you believe it? And then I was like missing out on all these words. I was like, what the expletive yeah, like, i was like what the, i can't even cuz why no i see yeah i downloaded that i've been like re-listening to some songs that i've been listening to like the clean version of forever but <laughs> gotcha uh, other than that no nah, i haven't really listened to anything new nicky anything uh, anything new in your uh sphere of uh yeah yeah um do you guys know who phoebe bridgers is mm-hmm. she, no. she has a banger of a song <laughs> what song is it a killer i love okay. that one um I don't, I've only listened to her first album like one time, and it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. But she came out with an album last Friday, and it's called Punisher, and it's pretty good. I like how a lot of her songs are, they're like specific stories, but they have relatable yeah. emotions in them. And I think that the I saw that come out. I've got to I've got to yeah, check it out. I think that like the the specificity of the of the stories help illustrate the emotions that she creates. It's pretty good. But it's it's pretty it's pretty yeah. sad music, so you got to be ready for it. But um, I also listened to oh, dang. "Let It Bleed," the Rolling Stones album. Pretty good. Forgot mm-hmm. how much I liked it. Um, also, Neil Young came out with an album that was like he recorded back in like nineteen in like the sixties or seventies and just never released. He came out with that album last Friday. And what album called, was it? It's called he "Homegrown." Said- but yeah. I I've listened yeah. to like I'm familiar. Yeah, I listened to like half of it and it was pretty good. But I, I've been yeah. meaning to listen to the whole thing. And then my dad's a big Neil Young okay, guy, so. so. And then heard quite a lot of his uh discography. <laughs> and then finally, I I was listening to it's a mostly instrumental album that's kind of like like bluegrass classical almost, like the. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Not Our First Goat Rodeo because the same group of people <laughs> came out with an album called Goat Rodeo like a few years ago. But um yeah, yeah. But um but it has Yo Yo Ma, like the famous cellist. Um right. uh, uh, a guy named yeah, I gotta that <laughs> a guy named Chris Thiele. I'm pretty sure that's how you uh, pronounce his last name. But um he's a mm-hmm. really good mandolin player. And then another guy named Stuart Duncan and another guy named Edgar Meyer. And I'm not I'm not sure <laughs> one of them plays bass, and I think the other one plays violin, but I'm not sure which plays which. But interesting. Check but yeah, out. it's it's a pretty good like I listen to it when I work because there's no words in it. And mm-hmm. like I like it. A lot of the songs are, are pretty cool. Chris Thiele has a, a good band called the the Punch Brothers and they make like like bluegrass folk music, and I like them a lot too. Huh. So, yeah, that's about gotcha. it. Gotcha. All right. Um. Yeah. So then, uh, you know, we wanted to say thanks again for listening this week, and remember to tune in next week where we'll take a look at "Being So Normal" by Peach Pit. Um. You know, make sure to give it a listen or two to kind of have your own thoughts before going into it, so you can kind of see you know if we touch on what you the listener kind of gathered and then um if we miss anything or you just want to you know connect with us you can either you know feel free to leave a comment on youtube or if you um tweet at us we're on twitter 
at at listen up pod and that account as well as all of our personal handles will be in the description of wherever you found this podcast um we are now on another big one we're on is google podcasts and we're currently trying to get it ironed out to be on um the last big three which is the apple podcast um so you know we'll make a tweet whenever that's up um but for now uh we'll catch you next week and remember to listen up